Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Developing the Leader Within Podcast. I'm Enrique. And Je July, every July, it's my, it's my birth month, and I like to travel. So I have designated July to be the international month on the podcast. And we're starting off all the way in Spain with Carlos Adel. Uh, he is a marketing and branding specialist. I've been following him on LinkedIn watching his results and i am so happy to have you with me today carlos uh uh tell us a little bit about yourself yeah thanks enrique uh it's, it's a pleasure to be here i've been looking forward to that since october when we booked this 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 interview and it's a pleasure to be here um and yeah i wouldn't call myself an expert but i'm an aficionado right um so look, um, I've been my entire life related with business. I started my first business when I was 15. Um, I, I, I became a, some sort of a um, serial entrepreneur and in and out from the corporate world, became really disengaged with the formula, with the corporate formula and tried a thousand things, failed a thousand things. And finally in 2018, I decided that, that yeah that I needed to jump jump off the cliff and you know and 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 see what I wanted to do and do it like building the parachute on my way on my way down. So basically, with no savings, no money, no nothing, I decided to quit corporate and I started my own coaching business. And I had to figure out how to market yourself, how to sell, how to understand the online world, and yeah, how to make it a success. And it was like it was a a 10 years long overnight success because it took me many, many, many years of, of research and personal development and stuff to finally come up with something that was lighting me up and that I could use to light other people up as well and get them excited and empowered about building their own business. And I, I love that story. And, I, and you've shared some of that on LinkedIn. So I, I, I got a couple of those uh, throughout the year. And, and I love how you you mentioned uh, disenchantment, right? Because there is a place in business. There is a place in leadership. There is a place in corporate work where it just doesn't help your heartbeat anymore, right? It just doesn't yeah. help it. Uh, you don't feel that joy. You don't feel that fulfillment. And you know there's just something bigger than just yeah. this nine to five or yeah. whatever, 18 hours sometimes yeah, yeah. if you think about it. But yeah. uh, but you got there. Um, uh, tell us a little bit about the journey. How, how did you get, you know, it's a 10-year overnight success. I love how you said that as well. Yeah, so look, basically, I'm, I'm an engineer. I got a degree in engineering. I'm an industrial engineer. I made this decision at an age that I didn't have the qualification or the experience to make this decision. We kids. When we're kids, we need to make a decision. What do you want to be when you grow old? Well, I fucking don't know. Um, so I chose engineering because I'm like, that sounds really cool. I'm sure girls will like it. Um, so I got an engineering. I got an engineering degree. Um, and then I got into the corporate world while I was 15. And, and since I was 15 until I got into the corporate world, I had like businesses on the side. They were not legal businesses, but they were still businesses and, and ways for me to find um, I, to, like it was my attempt to find a better way to make money, to make an impact, to live a different life or a better life, right? And I thought that corporate was the promised land. I thought that as soon as I could join corporate and have a decent job, 
I would be happy and fulfilled and I would, I would achieve all these things. So like house, big responsibility and all this sort of stuff. And I did, I did. Uh, since day one, when I joined corporate, I had no money. Like the salary would never make it to the end of the month. But I'm like, okay, that's, that's what it is. So let's give it a shot. Um, long story short, I achieved everything. Um, and when I had everything that society tells you that you need to have to be successful, I couldn't sleep at night. I had insomnia. I was over like on caffeine all day and smoking um, marijuana at night to get a good sleep. And I would never get a good sleep. And I, I nearly died out of a, of a heart attack because of anxiety and stress. Like I, literally, I, got, I, got, I made it to the hospital in the emergency room. So anyway, at this point I said, look, enough. I, I need to quit. Uh, this is not the happy life that I thought I would have. I don't know what I want to do. Um, but I want to find something that makes me happy. I want to do something that lights me up in the morning, that I look forward to doing in the morning, and that I can't stop doing at night. And my parents would tell me, well, Carlos, that's, that's unrealistic. You know, you, this is not going to happen. I said, well, thanks, but I don't believe that. I want to find something. And that was back in 2011, um, and I quit corporate and I, I left everything behind and I moved right to the other side of the world in Australia. Um, I didn't speak English by then, but I thought that's going to be a great adventure. Uh, it's, it's pretty far away from my comfort zone, so I'm going to grow. And back then also, I didn't know anything about coaching or personal development. I knew very little. Um, this journey, seeing that you can accomplish things that everyone else could as well, and seeing people say, oh, you're so brave. I don't know how you do that. And I started thinking, well, no, you could do it. You got two eyes, you got two ears, you got two hands, arms, legs. Why couldn't you? You wouldn't want to, but you could. And I realized how many people are living below their potential, like most people live below, way below their potential, because they don't believe they can, right? And Again, long story short, I spent six years in, in Sydney, Australia. I, was, I went there for, for four months. I ended up staying six years. Um, and then I get back to Spain. And when I get back to Spain, guess what? I end up in corporate again. And I'm in corporate again, jumping from one job to the other, uh, being unfulfilled, stressed, anxious. I'm like, holy cow, Carlos, like again? And I'm like, okay, stop it. And in 2017, I decided, yeah, I'm going to, I have to do something different. So I started getting into training, Tony Robbins, uh, getting in touch with coaches, learning about entrepreneurs and, and soaking up all this information. And I could see how people were running businesses online. I'm like, oh, wow, a business where I can travel, I can make an impact and I can make money and I don't need to worry about not having enough. Um, and I said, let's do it. And that was 2017. And remember, I'm coming back from 2011, and in 2011, I had been already for two years searching. So this is all the journey, right? And now it's 2017, and I say, I'm going to do that. I started investing in programs and trying to figure out the way to build a business. And two years into that journey, learning and, and working at corporate while building my side hustle, I finally said, you know, I got my first client, first client. This girl, she paid me $2,000 to work with me. I'm like, wow, well, that's what I was looking for. I don't know what am I doing, but if there is someone that's willing to pay me for my knowledge and my service, there's going to be more. And at this point, I say, bye. And I quit corporate and I, and I embraced the journey. And at this stage, I had no savings. I had no job. I had no house. 
uh, I was living at my parents' place. And, and I, I thought, you know what, worst case scenario, my parents will, you know, there's always going to be like uh, some food on the table for me and I got a roof in my head. So I'm not going to worry. I'm just going to make this work. And this thinking was what got me like the overnight success, right? My business went from, from zero to half a million dollars in, in my first year and, and the same results I got in the second year. And now we just, it's two and a half years after I get started. Um, that's, that's a summary. Yeah. That's a, an amazing journey, an amazing story. Uh, you mentioned Tony Robbins, right? If, if you, if you go dabble into anything that Tony does, you're going to come yeah. out there pumped, right. And want to take over the world. Right. So, totally. so totally. but, totally. but, I, but I love how, uh, you know, how seamless you, you make it seem, but I know that there was a lot of bumps and bruises in there and that's fine because that's what life is. Uh, yeah. Leaders out there that are listening, you know, uh, the, if you take anything out of that story is you got to go for your dreams. You, mm. you cannot rest on your laurels. You cannot sit back idle waiting for anything to happen for whatever reason. Right. So yeah. it seems like you took control of your life. You took control of where you were going and look at you today. And, and I'm so glad you did. Now we, we're talking Thank about uh, leadership. We talk about uh, marketing because you had to you had to get you yourself in a position where you start marketing yourself. Right. And, yeah. and so. So why is marketing so important when you're trying to make such a transition? Look, um, to me, I can boil it down to three elements. Right. And, and we have said in the nine to five, we're talking about corporate. I don't want to I don't want to make it sound like the, the, it's it's worse to be on a nine to five than to run a business. Running a business is not for everyone. Being in the nine to five is not for everyone and vice versa. OK, you can be the happiest person, most successful person in the world running in your night, working in your nine to five. Or you could be doing it running your business. It doesn't matter. Now, you always have a product, right? This product, it could be your product or service that you're selling to your clients because you're running your business, or it could be your services as an employee, as an expert in your area, as someone who provides a service to a company, and they pay you for it. So this is your product, and there's going to be a market for that. The market is whoever pays you, your clients, if you are an entrepreneur, uh, coaches, consultants, whoever is your clients, or your boss your manager, the company that pays you to provide your services. Now, if you have a product and there is a market, a need that's going to pay for this product, but you don't have a message that connects them, it's never going to happen. There's never going to be an interaction or, in, or inter exchange of money or any sort of a currency. So this message that connects that is the marketing. Okay, and now... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make it super simple. Marketing is not a complex combination of words that need and colors that need to be put in a certain way. Marketing, your marketing as an entrepreneur or as, or, as a, or as a business or as a person is the message that you deliver and how you distribute it to your network or to your, yeah, to your network of potential clients. Now, going a little bit further, if we talk about the online, the, the social media world, um, I'm not talking about Google ads or this kind of advertisement on TV. Anyone and everyone gets access to the social media networks, LinkedIn, um, more for a professional background. Uh, but like every, every social media, it's valid for that. You have to put a message in there. 
if you want people to know about you, this message is your marketing. And online today, there's so much noise that if the only thing that you talk about is your business and your skills, people are going to disconnect very quickly because we are bombarded with messages. What we really want to hear and see is the stories of people. This is why you've seen so many times how I talk about my stories, how I talk about my, my strengths, but also about my weaknesses. I talk about my wins, but I also share my fuck-ups because there's a lot of them. If I keep telling you how good I am, how good my services are, and how good results my clients are getting, you're going to start thinking, well, you're pretty much full of, you know. Um, so what you want to do is you share your journey and your story. You want to share all this stuff in a way that people, when see it, like, oh, wow, Enrique is the real deal. Look at that. You know, he's going to, he comes from this background. He's done this and that. And now he's, he's delivering this service. That's good. And marketing is as simple as that. In the case of a professional or an entrepreneur, when we talk about Apple marketing, it gets much, much, much more complex, right? But if you're starting up, if you're an entrepreneur, all big brands also have like a human component. We all know the story of Steve Jobs. We all know now about the story of Jeff Bezos. We all know a little bit about uh, Bill Gates. It's not by chance. It's because it makes the brand human and it makes people to connect and want to work with them. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Uh, the When people buy from people is because they trust the story, right? And so, yeah. uh, so perfectly stated there, Carlos, uh, uh, you, you did a wonderful job in portraying uh, <laughs> it's simply uh, what it is. Um, so why is it that we see so much failure in marketing? Because there's a lot of there's some wins, but there's a, a whole lot more losses. And and what separates those two? Yeah, that's a great question. Look, you see a lot of failure on almost everything that you look at, um, because like, what makes noise and what people wants to see is the wins. But my winning marketing strategies have been built on a lot of failure or failed attempts to create something meaningful. Now, some people never make it. We could, we, could, we could find many reasons for that. We could, we could look a little bit more like troubleshoot that and see what, why it happens. But usually when marketing, marketing is not resonating, it is because your message is not, is not delivered in a way that it's easy and quick to understand by your audience. That could be one of the main reasons. The second reason it would be because your audience is not ideal for your product or service. So you're communicating, I don't know, let's say that I'm selling hunting equipment like shotguns or whatever. And all my audience is full of fishermen. Like the message is going to come in front of their eyes. They're not even going to notice it because it's a good message, but it doesn't resonate with them. So you need to have the right audience and the right message. And, and of course, when it comes to marketing, like if the good marketing doesn't feel like marketing. I mean, I share my results. I share my story. I share everything in a way that people get inspired. But I could write the same, the same content in a way that people would, would get turned off because who cares about how good I am or how, I mean, if I tell you how good I am and how beautiful what I do is, you'll switch off because it's my opinion. And you, your brand will go, well, I don't care about your opinion. I have my own. 
let me decide if you do you beautiful or good. But if I tell you my story and, and the facts of my story, you'll make the judgment on yourself. And if I'm telling you, this is where I come from, this is where I achieved, I'm very humbled, I'm very happy for that, you might like me or you might not, and that's completely okay. But you will not be able to disagree on my message because my message talk about facts and my way of saying things, or my experience. And my experience, it's, it's true, right? Yeah, no, I love it. And, and as you were talking, I'm looking... At, at ways where leaders, uh, because obviously this is a, a leadership uh, podcast where leaders can actually use their story uh, because leaders don't understand. They advertise every day, all day long, and they tell <laughs> folks who they really are, you know, what they say on, on when they've given them directions uh, to who they are really, uh, people know. People know because they read you every day. Uh, so yeah. what leaders need to understand is that don't be afraid of sharing your story. There's a lot of leaders that hide behind the yeah. accolades, the awards, and the promotions, yeah. and, and their stature, and they, they yeah. fail to connect. Uh, and this is what I love about marketing. It kind of uh, ties into leadership very well. They fail to connect with the audience all the yeah. time, right? And yeah. so, so leaders, if you learn anything today, is that as well as in marketing for business, you have to market yourself in front of yeah. people where they believe your story, and then they can actually join your effort. And so, I love how you uh, how you describe that business aspect of it and i love how it ties in very well with leadership um so when when you have built up a good message and you have you know the right audience uh it seems like that combination alone will get you some results uh but some people uh still struggle in that area uh yeah. for some reason or another right uh, yeah. just timing or just the stars didn't align for you at that time uh, yeah. what can you tell people that are, that they have the right message, have the right audience, but still not seeing results, uh, as, as a way of encouragement? Yeah. Look, as a, the one thing that I would like, if you need to get run, walk away today with one thing here from of what I say is like the, the only way that you can ever fail is if you give up when you stop trying, you fail. Once when I when I made my first six figures business, someone wanted to interview me. How did you do it? And one of the questions they asked is like, "What's been your biggest failure in life?" And I and I stopped for for a second and I started think I, I couldn't find an answer because to me failure is it's it's not an option. It's not a word. I mean, I would fail if I die. The day that I die, well, yeah, I would have failed because I could not keep going. But if I make a mistake today, as long as I learn from this mistake, as long as I learn from my bad experiences and my mistakes, it's great because it makes you stronger and you learn something that you can move forward with, with in the, probably the right direction. Now, going back to if the message is right than the audience as well, yes, a business has a lot of moving pieces. And I always look at that as, as you know, some people say, oh, I don't need lead generation. I'm like, well, I'm not going to provide you with lead generation. 
I can really sending leads to an empty business or an empty offer. It doesn't work. So you might have the right the right message. You might even have the right product, but maybe when you talk to your customers, they don't feel like it's worth their time or their money. So your package or their your offer is not aligned with the market needs, you know. And they see you're very motivating. You have a message and and your product seems cool, but then they find out it is not what it is. Um, so it's it's having like a wide understanding about your audience, about what they need and also what they want, because they'll buy because of what they want, but you need to give them what they need so they get the results. And like, yeah, like usually if you have the right product, well-packaged, well-priced, and the right audience and the right message, when these three elements are being put together, I've seen like explosions happening because it's like magic right sometimes you never get there and and yeah and and if you've tried a thousand times and you haven't got the the explosion rate yet find help find someone who's walked the world so can they can lead you in the right direction and i have like three coaches at the moment and i'm also having coaches i'm spending a lot of money on coaching and getting new skills yeah that's uh, i i love uh you know, how you take the journey from uh, failure is not the end result. That's None. not it. That's just a byproduct of you trying. Uh, yeah. You know, it, it's true. When we when we die, that's it. That's all. That's yeah. that's all the story. Right. That's the story. You need to stop. Right. So uh, so I, I just love how you how you put that out there. And folks, you if you're listening, you, you're hearing Carlos. Uh, it's because. He has walked that walk. He has uh, all the years of experience uh, uh, in failing and succeeding uh, mm. to have a winning formula. So, Carlos, if someone wanted to get a hold of you uh, to find out more about what you do, how you do it, how would they yeah. do that? Well, these days, LinkedIn is my platform of choice, but they can find me on LinkedIn as well and on Instagram. And I also have a website. I'm not I'm not a big fan of websites because website is doesn't have like a flavor. Um but yeah, like I don't know if if they can search for Carlos Arell on LinkedIn or if I can send you my link and you can drop it somewhere maybe. But yeah, LinkedIn is the best place. Outstanding. So folks, I will get that information, put it part of the video, awesome. uh, show notes, and so that you can be able to contact Carlos. Uh, Carlos, thank you so much for sharing this day with me, sharing this platform and the information you've shared with us today. I know that a lot of listeners will li will hear it and say, you know, that's that's exactly what I needed. Uh, so thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure.